It's a bad advice show. Good afternoon, good night, and good morning. Happy oh, NFL Draft is coming up. Happy NFL Draft, everybody. And with a first-round pick hailing out of New Orleans, playing wide receiver, give it up for the slot receiver herself. Mail it, everybody. Mm, yeah, I've been a slot receiver before. Uh, <laughs> Hello, everyone. And also a first round pick hailing out of Georgia, bailing hay for fun. Please put your hands together. <laughs> for the defensive tackle himself, Sarone Russell, everybody. Hey, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be that kind of show. Yes. yes, it is. It's uh, it's a lot going on. Uh, like, you know, I keep up with the sports. Uh, playoffs has started. And I want to ask you guys this. Um, have you guys watched any of the NBA playoffs? I have not. Because good. This, is, this is a play, play in. Are we still in that? No, we're past that. We're in okay. the first round. But I wasn't even going to ask you about the sports. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you about the, the off-the-court antics. What is up with white fans? <laughs> white fandom is getting dangerously too close to uh, black professionals and black celebrities and black athletes. And I think they're, they don't know how to act. Oh, no, we're getting back to Malice in the Palace days. It's coming. Oh, my God. For those that have not kept up, uh, Sacramento has won their first game in, I believe, almost 18 years uh, of not being in the playoffs. And the people of Sacramento don't know how to act, going as far as to start talking shit to West Coast legend, rapper, and uh, entrepreneur E-40. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that, too. I saw a lot of white celebration as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and like I, just, I just don't get it. First off, um, it's going like you're gonna have to get security if I paid for courtside tickets at a playoff game to remove me. <laughs> you're gonna have to get the Holy Ghost. Yeah, them four thousand dollar tickets. Yeah, there's no way you, I'm I'm just giving up four thousand dollars because you don't like who I'm rooting for. No, no way. And what it came down to is that they said he was standing too much and somebody uh, was talking shit to him and then he, he turned around and returned the favor and then they asked him to leave because he was standing too much. I guess by return the favor, he probably taught, uh, talked his E-40 Ebonics to him and I find that to be the most hilarious thing to picture E-40 trying to tell you to shut up but in his own way. <laughs> yeah. I can't even do the accent. Sounded like he underwater. Oh my god, yeah. it's, it's fucked up to say, but like I picture that white woman being confused, like the flight attendant on the movie Airplane. Do you speak jive? <laughs> <laughs> Do you speak fizzle? I don't speak fizzle. <laughs> but no, they shouldn't have thrown him out of the game at all. It was he wasn't doing anything. Nah, besides just being E forty telling people to shut up, but in his own figurative way, 
quit with all them jibber jabber and quit with the marbles. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it was it was bullshit. You, the you funny thing is, me. that's exactly what he said. Exactly what he said. You couldn't get me out of my seat with a uh a backhoe, a crane, a bulldozer, not for four thousand dollars. What I'm finna do, what I'm finna do but go and he got kicked out pretty early too, didn't he? Yeah. We just in an age where white people have made this uh commitment to being annoying. Ooh. Like it's the whole thing, it's the woke thing, it's the weird trolling, it's the extreme like attention getting shock tweets. It's 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 kind of boring, actually. It's kind of boring. Uh, the one thing I did like is that uh, general managers and like team uh, CEOs and owners uh, said something that kind of made me feel good, but also disturbed me at the same time. And they were like, if I had a celebrity at my game and there was just a random white woman, this is a white CEO saying this too, that if a random white woman was making a black celebrity feel uncomfortable, I would have removed her and not the celebrity. Because <laughs> I know how much it means to have him at my game. And I was like, damn, is that equality? No. <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> Take what you can get, I guess, but it's not. It's not. Oh, man. Oh, that would have made me feel good if they did remove her. If she went to tell E4 to sit down and somebody went, do you know who that is? <laughs> yeah. A lot of white women getting beat up on the internet this week. What? Are you serious? I saw at least two. Oh man, I saw one. (laughs) She got off. She got off that hard ER with the quickness, and then she got to running. Ooh. Then she got caught. Why do they think they could run after they could say it? I don't know. I don't think if you wasn't in shape before you called me a nigger, you're not gonna be in shape after you call me one. You think the fit they, they think the fear would fuel them to get away? <laughs> Feet don't fail me now. Oh man. Gotta gotta avoid this ass whooping. Oh, got to. You gotta you gotta haul ass if you say that. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's going on this year, but like it just seemingly like at, at a Phoenix uh Clippers game down in Phoenix, like there was some out of shape dude holding a light beer basically challenging Westbrook to a fight. And I'm like, there's no way you think you could beat him. <laughs> well, the thing is, he knows he's not going to have to. He knows oh, okay. he's not going to have to fight fucking Russell, Russell Westbrook. So he just feels, alright, as long as I could just talk to him and say things, I, I feel vindicated. Yes. That's, so That's why Malice in the Palace going to come back. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. Damn. Wouldn't that be uh, a way for LeBron to retire? He finally say fuck it and just be suplexing people. Oh, I love that so much. Mm. LeBron goes full uh as we talked about on the last show. Was it the show before we talked about the Rage Ape? Yeah, Rage Ape, yeah. Yeah. You just go full <laughs> Rage Ape and just start tearing people limb from limb. Talk about talk about we can't we can't say LeBron went full Rage Ape. We definitely can't say that. We can't say that? I know we can't. No. I, I went for I went full Ray J. <laughs> if that's what you want to say about you, you, you can yes. do that. But we cannot say LeBron went Ray J. Because I'll, if we say it, that means a white person is gonna repeat it. Oh see Lord, I'm going. Then, you see where yeah, I'm going? That make, yeah, that would make yeah. me go for for a mad mm. monkey. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no
Okay, I, I see what you're saying. But it would be funny if he was to go off and just start putting his side 15 foot in people's ass. I would I would love it to see. Like, the one time I saw LeBron look like he was about to fight somebody, it, it, it scared me because I was just like, oh, no. Because you forget that he's all of 6'9 and almost 260, maybe 275 now. Who knows? He's but, a large individual. Yeah, man. People forget that because they have small TVs. <laughs> I think people need to go back and um, watch that old Malice in the Palace footage because there's at least one dude who really came dangerously close to losing his life. Um, um, I can't remember. I think it was... Um, I can't remember Jermaine, who it was. It was Jermaine O'Neal who yes. slipped when trying to punch that man. That is exactly... That is oh. exactly it. That And, and it, show, it showed you... Uh, what it's like to fight a world-class athlete. Because there was only six niggas, and it was six niggas versus an entire fucking stadium, and they held them off. That's what it's like to fight a world-class athlete. An entire stadium in Detroit, Michigan. In Detroit. And there's six of them held their own against oh, the stadium. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. If, if Could you imagine if Metaboro Peace actually punched the right person? Cause he did. Oh, what a what a bitch move that was too. You guys need to go back and watch the ESPN documentary about Metal World Peace trying to get his life together, having a psychologist travel with him to deal with his anger, anger and emotional issues and psychological health issues at the time. And someone decided to throw a beer at him as the, after he practiced uh, conflict resolution. He removed himself from a situation, didn't get into a fight, went somewhere calmly, rested, and someone threw a beer at him while he was mm. trying to organize it. It was a cause light too. <laughs> Sometimes that's the universe telling you it's time to beat somebody ass though. Yeah. Loki threw that that's, beer. I don't come down too hard on him because that was a divinely ordained ass beating. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And I and that dude actually wanted to try to sue, but like it mm. They threw that out quickly because they had so many cameras on that dude throwing that beer. They're like, nah, you had that ass book coming, bro. I think he might be banned from all stadiums still to this day. Very few white people get banned from stadiums. It takes it, the NBA's trying to do more, but it's not it's not enough. If you owned a team, what would be a reason to ban a white person from your game or anybody? I'm thinking something silly like. I caught this motherfucker eating kale from underneath his seat. <laughs> he, had, he just had a bunch of kale underneath his seat and was uh, dipping it in the, uh, the nacho cheese. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Get out of here. Get out of here. Return of the Mac, unironically. Ooh. Ooh, okay. 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 Uh, Sex in the stadium outside of one of the uh booths. You have the like if you have sex in my stadium, like in a bathroom and a seat, yes, you're banned for life. But if Outta you do it one of the luxury suites, all right, I'll cut you a pass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean not against the window, but like on one of them sofas back there. Like if you do it against the window, I'm I'm like, hey, no more free champagne for you. Obviously, you can't handle your liquor. Mm-hmm, clearly. Then we charging you a cleanup fee. Absolutely. 
I'm not finna send Mr. Johnny in there to clean up after you. That's my, that's my that's my head of custodial staff, is Mr. Johnny. <laughs> you're the CEO, but you still call him Mr. Johnny out of respect. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's actually a job requirement. First John. name must be Johnny. <laughs> no, Title is Mr. 63. No, no, no younger than 63. Is that a black thing that only uh, black people do? No matter how old you get, if you met them as a mister or miss, you call them that for the rest of their life? Yeah, because uh, any Mr. White that I know is a, is a, is a racist. <laughs> Anybody that had to be called boss or Mister the white man, oh yeah. he hated. He he hated okay. the boss. Oh man, yeah. I got a Mister Henry uh, that still go to my church, and I'm old as shit, and I still call this man Mister Henry. <laughs> yeah, you will call him that until he dies or you die. And should you see him on the other side, you will call him Mister Henry Dell. Hey, Mister Henry, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> It was close, boy. Ooh, some of that shit I did in the seventies. You ain't got to tell me, Mister Henry. You ain't got to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine and titties, boy. Cocaine and titties. Like to been the death, Mister Henry. <laughs> oh man, Mel, you got anybody like that in your life? You got, you got a Mister Henry who you might be surprised to see in the afterlife. Um, like if we in a good place, I'm gonna be surprised to see myself. Like, look at here. <laughs> well, well, getting my teeth. Um, no, I think no, no, I don't, I don't, no, no. no. But that's because I'm a heathen. So okay. Oh man! If I could get in, clearly the standards are very relaxed. Oh my God! Oof! What else has been going on? Oh, I just got to bring this one thing up. I saw something today that reminded me of you, Mel. And yes, it was someone saying they were farming in Louisiana, and an alligator uh, popped up in one of their fan boats. I saw that I grow up. What was that? The alligator grow up. But but what, we, what can you farm in water like that? I have no idea. I don't know what was going on there. I, I I don't I don't know what was going on there, to be perfectly honest. I live in the city, as you may recall. I have told you several times. Um I don't know. Look, I could be honest, Newark is filled with uh cocaine and stolen cars. You can admit that you've been in the city of New Orleans and seen an alligator where it shouldn't have been. No, they like water. <laughs> Says the man that owned. <laughs> Says the man that what? That owned the pig at one point. So I no, it's not that I haven't seen an alligator where it shouldn't have been. Okay. I thought you were asking me about what they were farming. I don't yeah. know what they were farming. Okay. Alligators are all over the place. Like I've seen alligators oh. behind my house. See, see, Simone, see. Yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> but I lived right by the swamp. I grew up right by the swamp. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm just saying, like, if you look at historical footage or like the uh, back that ass up video, there's no alligators in it. 
None. It's it's the projects. Right. Okay. Okay. Like, I mean, that would have made it. is a city. Better. You don't have like I lived I lived in New Orleans, but I was farther out and I was close to Marsh. Okay. Not everywhere is close to that. Like if you're close to the water, then yeah, but if you're more like moved in, you're less likely to see an alligator. Look, man, I live in Jersey and Newark. Like we we're not known for having big cats, but every now and then someone had a tiger in their apartment. You know, should be happening. Yeah. Y'all do that weird shit. I like it that nobody knows for years until he gets out. <laughs> People know, but you just can't tell nobody. That's the that's the secret. Oh, that's okay. Secret. Yeah. Yeah, if you had a big cat in your apartment, like you think I'm gonna go tell on you and then have you mad at me? If you no, can get true. access to a big cat, you can get access to a gun easily. Yeah. <laughs> your ass is so bored with dangerous weapons, you wouldn't got a cat. Usually from the same place you bought the cat. Yeah, they might come with it. Uh you uh you uh you enjoy your tiger. Also, uh you you want pistol? I don't know why the man who says tigers talks like that. Don't ask me why. Sounds like it's about right. I can deal with that. Yeah. Oh man. Uh feed feed two times a day or or tiger will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. I love this black Russian. <laughs> That's how I'm going to live my life when I move to New York as a black Russian. I know y'all know me as a Southern gentleman for my entire life. But once I move to New York City, I'll be living as a black Russian. Mm, I like Selling it. Selling exotic animals, pistols, and uh, Delta 8 vapes. Ooh. <laughs> Oh man, man! When I retire, I want to do something fun. Like I just, I just want to spend weekends different places. Like I just want to have a weekend where I'm just like somewhere foreign with a mariachi band that normally doesn't have mariachi bands. Being like Fiji with a mariachi band. Oh, you gonna fly the mariachi band with you? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's gonna be a culture class right there. I hope they play the entire 17-hour flight to the. <laughs> they was fucking. <laughs> Yo, they were uh, they were open them doors so fast at thirty-seven thousand feet. They were like, hell no, ain't no way I'm finna sit in first class with this bullshit. Oh my god! See, that's the type of fusion I like. I just went to um one of my favorite uh my new favorite uh restaurants, Chinese food spots. It's a uh Chinese food fused with uh Spanish. Like uh, Spanish food, so Spanish Chinese food. So you get uh, uh, just oh, damn, I can't even describe it. Uh, imagine uh, Spanish fried chicken with pork fried rice. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, because it seems like do they do they introduce cheese too? Because you know the uh, our Asian brothers don't fuck with cheese like that. Yeah, they got they got cheese dishes too, man. It's pretty good. I'll send you the link. That's one of the things. Once one of that's another useful, uh, or not useful, but a useless tip I had. Uh, fact I had is like ninety four percent of um, African Americans are lactose intolerant, but like ninety eight percent of uh, Asian Americans are lactose intolerant. I don't agree with those numbers, but I like those numbers. 
I'm serious, man. I'm thinking I ain't just making them up. Okay. I'm it's, telling you now. You meet a you meet a you meet a young Asian lady, a young beautiful Asian lady. You can't get her with no uh no gouda. She can't she can't her stomach can't handle. It. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna front. It is wild that you said this. I just did a show down in um, Atlantic City, and uh, the show I was at was the show after Margaret Tro went on, and they gave her this big ass cheese dish, and she didn't touch not a single piece of cheese on there. And it was like, yeah, Margaret Tro didn't touch none of this, so we giving it to y'all. And I was like, what the fuck? And now you're telling me this. I'm like, hmm. I can't think of one Korean, Chinese, Vietnamese, what Japanese dish that I've had that has cheese in it? Holy shit. We are learning something new. <laughs> oh, wait. Am wait. I tripping? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Is there anything like, I mean, I know Crab Rangoon has dairy, but I don't think that's like an authentic Chinese thing. I think that's, that's something they made for dumb wait. Americans, right? I think so. You might be right. Because now I'm, wait, is it, is it cheese ragoons or cheese dumplings or some shit like that? Crab Rangoon has cream cheese in it. Oh, cream cheese in it, but it ain't supposed to come like that. It's supposed to come with real crab meat in it, but that shit is expensive. I think yeah. they just did that for us. Yeah, now I think about it, the uh, sushi roll with cream cheese is called a Philadelphia roll, and that's not, that's just, yeah, that's just... See, 98%. And does that even sound right? I've never had a Philadelphia roll. Totally <laughs> That doesn't sound like anything wise or advisable. Yeah, wasabi and uh, cream cheese don't sound right. You are going to turn your asshole into a rocket. <laughs> and the rock is regular. Don't sing it. Your bumpers, your booty holes finna go to SpaceX and get a job because... That's him is going into the stratosphere. Wait, if wait. you're in a little office rolly chair, you better make sure you lock your wheels. <laughs> Shoot across the office like a, a Dodge Hellcat. Oh my God, Ooh. you really be looking like Terry Tate office linebacker, except you just had a Philadelphia roll. Oh yeah, your Philadelphia roll? <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. It's smoked salmon, cream cheese, cucumber, and rice on the outside. Yeah, they they didn't come up with that. <laughs> that's some on that's some on our shit right there. That's somebody walked in drunk and asked them to put put the cream cheese in there, and they yeah, just just adopted it. Yeah, I can't think of anything with dairy. Okay, all Tell right. You. Telling you, ninety eight percent. I did like, oh man, I did eat some of that cheese before I got on stage, and I. I instantly regretted it. That was the quickest 20 minutes I've ever did on stage. <laughs> I definitely did cheese before I had to moderate a panel not too long ago. And boy. You just start talking fast. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, that's my first piece of bad advice. Eat something that don't sit well with you and go to work where you have to be in front of people for a certain amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> Public and can't and cheese. That's what that. That's our first, our first piece of bad advice is public speaking and cheese. Yeah. 
So Rome, you ever have been in that situation where you've been at work or like such as like stage or lead the leading a talk where you have to be the focal point, but you gotta go. <laughs> Yo, you know how many times I had a uh I've been driving to a show, pull over to get food, and like uh what can I get you with your Big Mac? Uh, you know what? Let me get a strawberry shake. By the time I got there, <laughs> I wanted to go home so bad. <laughs> Sloan, you seem nervous. Is it your first time headlining? Hell no. Nah. I'm just, whew. This bathroom ain't got no door. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's another thing I keep running into. Do y'all have that? Like, like Mel, do you ever have you ever been to a, a bathroom that doesn't have a a door on it? Well, I think Mel just left the conversation because, like, I should know the answer to this. Mel doesn't use bathrooms that don't have doors. Under no like circumstances. <laughs> I don't do that halfway up door shit either. Oh, man. Yo, that's how I knew the military had me. Because uh, at boot camp, we had the shit with no doors um, across from each other. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in bathrooms like that. It's weird. You got to either stagger or... You, you... We could so stagger. They was... They was, they was they were stacking us in there like cattle, so we had to look across from each other and just look another motherfucker dead in his eye while you pass your bowels. So would y'all have conversations with each other? We weren't allowed to talk. Made it even worse. Wait, and what is this? Is this in boot camp? This is boot camp. And you're not allowed to speak in boot camp? Mm-mm. Not unless you want to get smoked. But why would you want to talk during that moment anyway? <laughs> And plus we no, not in that moment. He said you weren't allowed to talk, period. And I, I mean, if I you mean, spent any time with me, you understand how that would be a problem. Yeah, I mean, we snuck some conversation, but we, nah, you weren't allowed to talk. Hmm. I've never, uh, damn, I'm not thinking about it. Like, have I ever talked to somebody about, no. Someone tried talking to me in the stall one time, and I, I just sat there silent. He asked me, was I enjoying the game because I was at a sporting event? Hmm. Didn't say anything. He kept trying to strike up conversation. It's a weird place to strike up conversation, buddy. Just because you see my feet don't mean we friends. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? My God. <laughs> oh, my God. Whew. Wow. We really went a lot of different places here. <laughs> What a journey. Don't we always. I do want to apologize to the audience if you hear in my um detector. I put in a request. I have high ceilings. I can't change it. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> hey, it's all forgiven. We know yeah. you're not we know you're not finna get no 12-foot ladder and go out there. We don't that's not how we want to lose mail. Want mail nope. to go out on a cruise ship. And I promise you, <laughs> you will lose mail on a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> we want mail to go out on the cruise ship surrounded by cabana boys that look like Doyle. Hey, real quick. Have y'all ever, uh, how do y'all test your non-volt batteries? I know what you're finna say, and that's not how you do it. Oh, come on. <laughs> you're too grown for that. Mel, Mel, how do you test your non-volt batteries? <laughs> You mute it. You mute it. 
I, I'm sorry, I was muted. I put it in whatever thing I wanted to operate, and then I see if it turns on. What goofy shit do you do? Well, uh, my guy and his father taught me to test 9-volt batteries by uh, taking 9-volt battery, holding it in my hand, and placing my tongue on the battery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. So you trying to tell me I'm the only one that did that? <laughs> so if the battery shocks your tongue. It works. It works. <laughs> and so you risk shocking your tongue. No, 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 no. You're yeah. not risking it. You, you're you definitely shrinking it. All, it always works. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen a nigga do it with a dead battery. It's always like, ah, yeah, that one's good. Do you think the police are going to lock you up if you like test it in the actual appliance or whatever that you want to use it in i remember listen i remember when Doracell attached the battery tester i think that's the reason why i think that's the reason why they start sending test your battery on this because y'all are dumbasses mm-hmm. i used to love that when you could hold it on both ends and it would tell you if the battery was good yeah did that eight million times oh my god that shit was hard though that shit you had to squeeze the fuck out that battery <laughs> Some exploding batteries. <laughs> I'm just imagining Sarone sitting off in a field with a bunch of crushed batteries around him. Uh, <laughs> out there like uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I sounded after I tested all those 9-volt batteries. <laughs> Ooh, man, I can still feel that on the tip of my tongue. Jesus, whoo. I just really worry about you because I don't understand why you would do that. Yeah. Uh, the adults in my life told me it was okay. <laughs> but really, is there something about me that makes you think, yeah, this is the bitch that tests batteries with her tongue? Oh, my God. You know what? Uh, hashtag bad advice show. Let us know if you ever tested a non-volt battery on the tip of your tongue. Or if you find it totally ridiculous and can't believe that we did that. Well, I- <laughs> Just let us know if you ever licked the battery. Hit, put, hit us with the hashtag bad advice on. Go easy on that we. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's got to be something. There's got to be some dumb test that you've done, Mel. Come on. Oh, I have done a plethora of dumb shit. I okay. Told you I used to go outside and throw bricks in the air. What are you talking about? Oh yeah. I forgot. <laughs> What the fuck was you doing? Testing gravity? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and failing. <sighs> I didn't tell you about that. Like I was throwing it straight up in the air. So I kept throwing the bricks up in the air. One came down too close to me. So I threw a brick and I ran in the in in like, you know, the opposite direction or the opposite end of the yard. Apparently I threw the brick in the direction that I that was you were running. running. And wow. so it, yeah. Oh, man. man. I mean, that kind of tells you how fast I was. Um, That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> you got some speed, but I definitely would have been watching you from the porch like, I don't believe this shit right Because, like, yo I, yo, I had time to spare. Like, I stood there for a minute. <laughs> like, looking back, I'm like, I think my parents slept on a legend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine, um, 
uh, Nick Saban watching you, like, she's got good speed, but the decision making is piss poor. Piss poor. <laughs> See if we can call her a softball team because she'd be good in the outfield if, if she can if she can catch the ball. <laughs> oh, man. Not quarterback material when I was five. No. Okay. Somebody was definitely watching you from the window. Like, I'm gonna let her learn a lesson right here, a lesson I can't teach you. And the only reason I went inside when it inevitably hit me in the head was I was literally bleeding, and I thought that was rain. Oh, yeah, I was. I I, I had some things to work through. Okay. So, okay. I was I was a pretty tough kid. You, you would have to be uh, catching raining bricks. <laughs> yeah, I was tough and I was a fighter. Oh, man. Sound like my middle baby. I don't know what it is about middle babies that just... What is it? <laughs> what makes a middle baby so crazy? I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I just don't know. Like, my brother's a crazy one. He's a wild one. Rambunctious sword. He, uh... Still plays uh, semi-pro soccer. Also does MMA on the weekends. Your brother just like to, your brother just like to fight and not go to jail. That's not that's yeah. Not, you don't yeah. <laughs> you don't do MMA on the weekend. I bet he don't even train. He just show up and slap people. Yeah, I, I go and like you. You ever watch the sibling? Uh, during like a professional match or semi-pro match, like it, your siblingness wants to jump in and help, but then you realize, oh, they choking that motherfucker out. Good job. <laughs> I'm just imagining y'all talking Applebee's afterwards. Like, yeah, did you see when I when I was choking that motherfucker and uh, he lost control of his bowels? Uh, yeah, good job. Uh, pass me the fajitas, please. Something it, wrong with you. It's something different when you watch your, your friends uh, and family uh, get into like a a, a, a formal uh, sparring match. Because your instinct is like, oh man, I don't want to see my family lose, but also, oh, they winning. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched my uncles and cousins get in many a fight, and um, you know, you cheer while it's going good, and then you jump in when it ain't going so good. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. love. Tyson has talked about um, getting into MMA, and I don't think he knows who his mom is. Oh, you going over the side of the octagon? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm stabbing somebody. Yeah, Mel is definitely. No, you have to understand. I was on bed rest for a month, bring this little boy into the world. I slept on a two inch mattress for four months when he had leukemia. Boy, I will fucking kill you. You gonna kick my baby in his head? Oh, nigga. Why, why am I picturing Mel scaling the cage with a knife in her mouth? <laughs> because that's exactly how it would go. Coming through there like Snake from uh, Solid Gear. <laughs> oh my God. My common sense completely leaves when it comes to my kids, and I absolutely turn into, oh, I guess we just gonna fight. Oh, oh. Oh, man. 
Oh, watching family fight is a ordeal. Ugh. What's another topic you guys had going on this week? What's on y'all mind? 24 years ago yesterday, I put on cream stockings and tried to make a life with a nigga named Rico. Oh, my God. Mel, what, what is happening? 24 years ago, I got married. I mean, I, oh, I, I got 22 years ago, I got divorced. But still, I mean, it was 21. Yo, you had on cream stockings? I wore cream stockings. That's how I should have known it wasn't going to last. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If you can't get married belly, you ain't vulnerable, and you ain't protected enough. I got married in cream stockings and kitten heels. That was doomed. Ooh, okay. not oh. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. And a rayon blouse. I got Ooh. married in a blouse. Hmm. How unserious. How unserious. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely would have put my put my head in the courthouse door that day. Like, uh, I object. <laughs> She's wearing a blouse, Your Honor. Your Honor, Your Honor, this union and is not meant to be. <laughs> Cream stockings, kitten heels, and a blouse. Oh man. Ugh. No garden. But I learned a lot. Like we have come a long way, the old ex-husband and I. Um not friends, you know, not friends, but definitely a mutual respect, a mutual recognition that at the end of all of it, it's for the best of these kids. It helps him because he ain't gotta pay child support. So that was a big hang up, you know. (laughs) But (laughs) like I'll say, but but for the for the sake of the kids, that's what I want. Like I, I you know, if, if there's gonna be a presence there, and if we can, you know, work out. Like we, Tyson just moved into a new apartment, okay. um, today actually, Gosh. and so like we we're you know those things. He has been a good you know a, a good co-parent, a good helper, and it's like you know, I could beef over you know what was and we had legitimate problems like I had legitimate beefs with him but I mean you accept what you got and for the sake of my kids they're happy my life is less stressful there have been times where he's been helpful to me so I don't know sometimes you can still grow and 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 forgive things you didn't think you would be able to forgive, you know. Hey, yeah. can we call, can we call this movie Requiem for a week, a Rico? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But oh. yeah, no, I, it, I I just like for anybody who is in a difficult co-parenting situation, I never thought that I would be be in a in a in a situation that was positive, you know? And like I said, we're not friends. We're not besties or nothing like that. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to be his friend. You know, I, that that's not even something that I'm, that I'm interested in. I'm, I'm very happy and satisfied with where things are right now, but I'm thankful for that. You know, I am thankful that if there's something going on and I actually need help, I need, you know, something fixed around the house or whatever, I can, I, I can call him and ask him and, and 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 it'll get done. Or if you know, when the kids need him, he's gonna show up. So for that growth, I appreciate it. Oh, all right, all right. But it was a terrible idea to marry that nigga. <laughs> in the cream stockings. <laughs> in any stockings. 
in any stockings. The the cream stockings were just kind of like a harbinger of doom, but that should <laughs> never have happened. Harbinger of doom. Kitty Hills. That's what got me. No Kitten Hills. No garter belt though, right? What's that? No, no you know belt. cream stockings go up to her uh navel. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> stockings, baby. Panty hose, control top. I don't even know how people got pussy back in the days in stockings. Them motherfuckers went up to your chest. Oh man. And shout you know, out to a good church going girl. Shout out to the, the stockings manufacturer. If you guys kept people's legs uh covered and also uh thieves face uh masks during a crime. Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing. Putting a stocking over your head used to be a thing, and nobody could recognize you. Yo, how was that so? Wow, this it was effective as hell. Yeah, now it's just all ski masks and, and baklavas and all that other shit, and you look like every other nigga. Like I know your forehead, nigga. I I got you when we get to court. But you put a stocking <laughs> over your head. I don't know who the fuck that was with that messed up face. He said, give me the money. And I said, I thought it was a monster. So I gave him the money. 80s television really had you thinking you'd be encountering a lot of quicksand and a lot of stockinged bandits, stocking-faced yeah. bandits. Lots of them. I thought I thought gas stations and liquor stores got robbed every day. Yeah. Definitely thought that I would be getting kidnapped. Oh. I still, um, I'm still um, nervous around big white vans, and I'm 300 pounds. Man, I, if I see a white van, I get nervous every single time. But like, if I see a white Sprinter van, I'm like, that's luxurious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how capitalism has uh, warped our minds. You're supposed to be scared of the Sprinter van too, unless they're just gonna kidnap you and put you in a nicer seat. <laughs> I go out ready and like I, I tend to be okay because I think I look like I'll fight. And I'm a I I am i I'm a big girl to fight. Hmm. 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 Yes, like I'm not saying you can't get me. It's probably gonna be a minute though. Okay. Are you gonna cause the scene is what you're saying? Oh, I'm not going quietly into that good night. <laughs> no, no, no. Sarom, you don't, Sarom, do you have to worry about kidnapping? Not from one or two people. <laughs> if Sarom gets kidnapped, it's by the American government and it's out of everybody's hands. That's about it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to get Ooh. hit with one of them things that go around your neck and dampen your powers. I'm like, what the fuck did y'all get this? <laughs> Oh man, that's where the questions start. Ugh. Oh my God. Whew. Man, kidnapping. What else is going on in the news that y'all want to talk about? Silence. Oh. No, it just got really weird and awkwardly silent. No, no, I was I was muted. I'm trying to think about Clarence um, Topics be dropping new infractions like mixtapes. Oh yeah. Yo. Well, he be dropping them hoes like Megan Thee Stallion mixtapes like every other day. I think he put a, a yacht in his mama name or some shit like that. 
Yeah. He had a house in her name that the other dude bought and paid for, and she still lived there. He had a business that hadn't existed since 2006. He'd been collecting $150,000 from every year. Oh, and, and a yacht. This man living like a like a like a, a mastermind criminal. Yes. He well, he's a he's a um he's a uh what you call he's a taking care of uh you know he's a kept man. Kept man, there we go. I don't think yeah. he cares about any of that shit. I think he just does it because he can get away with it. Yeah, he gotta go. He gotta go. There's well, no way Sotomayor could do even a tenth of this shit and keep her seat on the bench. Bro, what he's getting away with is the scariest thing. And also the fact that he sits at the highest court. So who's going to prosecute this nigga? He's like, I am the law. Well, that's the thing. There's not ethical rules in place for the Supreme Court. That's actually a big problem. A huge problem. Like they just recently just tightened them a little bit, but all they said was you can't take private jets, and they just did that last year. I smacked the shit out of you. That's it. I will smack the shit out of you, Department of Justice, or whoever did that goofy shit. Oh, Congress, the chief, Congress, chief Justice. Oh, the Chief Justice is put out. The- yeah. That well, that's a fuck. That's a fucked up thing about like unchecked power. Like, what is it? The um. The Roger Goodell method, where you kind of like peer review your own shit. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I affirm my decision, and I believe what I did to be right because yep. it's right to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I look back at what I did, and I agree with it. <laughs> you would be shocked by how, how often I affirm myself. Hmm. Oh. That's our third piece of bad advice. How many times have you told yourself some fucked up shit you did was okay? Ooh, I didn't know. Or reprimanded yourself fucked up shit and they gave yourself not even a slap on the wrist. Not even a, not even probation. Ooh, I didn't know we were getting personal. Uh, oh, man. Uh-oh. Y'all got to text me those in advance. Ooh. Yeah, my bad. But no, I will. Like, I'm a Sagittarius, so I will talk myself through some bullshit. Hmm. I'm an Aquarius, so I'll pretend like the rules don't apply. I, I'm a Capricorn, and I will uh, assert the the notable punishment. If you let me pick my own punishment, it will be a punishment, but it's <laughs> a punishment of something I deem worthy. Like yeah. Capricorn. I'm like, all right, I will not have pizza for a month. But you stole millions. I said a month. <laughs> two That's, months since you want to be a little bitch about it. Exactly. Going like I drank too much. I'm not chewing gum for the rest of this week. What? How the fuck does that go together? Excuse me. Two continents don't mean. At all. I'm finna pour me a shot so I can think about it. Oh man. I had somebody all right, before we leave. I had somebody ask us what our podcast was like, and they was like, "Is it barbershop talk?" And I thought to myself, "If we talk like this in a barbershop, they would get our ass out of there so fast." <laughs> Definitely not barbershop talk. <laughs> Definitely not barbershop talk. We just spent like seven minutes on um the scourge of cheese for Asian American brothers. So 
It's Drunken Friends on the Porch Talk. Yes. Drunken Friends on the Porch Talk. Or if you can't relate to that, it's like going to confession at a Catholic church, but you're drinking the whole time you're talking. Whole time. The priest is also drinking. You're passing the wine satchel back and forth. Did you know they used to have sex in those confessionals? Fuck yeah, they're nasty as hell. Mm-hmm. Did not know that until recently. Apparently that was a scourge. <laughs> Nothing is sacred. Not even the confessional. <laughs> oh, man. Clapping cheeks when the dude, what are your fans? Plap, 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 plap. What in the world? Why did I picture the candles in the church going out? <laughs> Jesus would be like, really? While I'm up here hanging on the cross, for real? Oh, my God. And with that holy, holy note, we <laughs> bid you guys adieu. <laughs> if you enjoy the Bad Advice Show, Please check us out on our Patreon, Patreon uh, patreon.com backslash bad advice show, where you can get extra content. That's right. Uh, You get content from Sarome, Mel, and myself. We also have our other podcast that you get when you subscribe called That Other Thing, where we talk about movie reviews and, more importantly, feelings. Nothing more than feelings. (laughs) All right. That being said, you can find me at Bakerbone on Instagram and Twitter. And at bakerbone.com. And just to let you guys know, uh, Drunk Black History is during the Juneteenth brunch show. And if you look on my uh, Twitter site right now, Twitter page right now, you can get a discount on those tickets for the brunch show. There's only a few left. So get those while you can. We're already selling a lot of tickets. We're already 50 sold already for our June show. So it's looking like it's going to sell out pretty fast. So act now. So, Ron, where can people find you? Um, let's see. This weekend I'm at a brewery. Um, you can look up the spelling of that because I can't pronounce it. But uh, I'm I'm doing a show this Saturday. I'll be posting information about it on my Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Sarone Russell, C E R R O M E R U S S E L L, all one word. Or you can find me on Instagram posting uh songs and shit at uh Metarome M E T A R O M E and Mel. Where can people find you? You can find me as the Gates of Mel everywhere across all social media platforms. And stay tuned because I have some new news dropping soon. All right. And with that being said, y'all have a safe one. Uh, Keep an eye out for uh, Supreme Court justices trying to shake you down for money. And (laughs) we out, everybody. And avoid the alligators. Oh, please do. And the Ricos. <laughs> and the Ricos. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>